Okay, Chaver, it's a privilege to be back with all of you here at Toway. An amazing thing. Of course, the Chaver start their day every day. Different topics. But it's all Torah Shlema. It's our Torah that we need to begin our day with, which is the ultimate focus of this gathering. So it's a tremendous schus to be able to be a part of it, to be able to learn with you, even if it's only infrequently, but still from time to time, it's a, it's a great honor and a privilege for me. So of course... This week with Parshas Yisrael, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. Matan Torah, the leading up to Matan Torah. But the beginning of this Parsha begins in less of a glorious way, or at least it appears, with Yisrael coming close to where Am Yisrael are encamped in the Midbar. And he has some technical advice for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's an interesting way for Matan Torah to begin with Yisrael and this kind of interaction that he has, which seems purely technical, pragmatic. A lot to talk about there as well, but I just wanted to focus us in Mamish on the first Pasuk of the parasha where there's plenty to talk about there. Um, just in these opening words, there's, there's enough to keep us busy. Yisrael heard, all this that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had done for Moshe, Uli Yisrael, Rashi says, we see that Moshe is equivalent to the whole of Am Yisrael. Itself an interesting comment. This that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had taken Moshe, Am Yisrael out from Mitzrayim. And it goes on to say that Yisrael came, he left his place, Koyin Midyan, it was a big deal over there, as the head Hansha was the chief, he was the priest. He left and he draws close, and Moshe Rabbeinu and Yisrael have a conversation about all that had taken place. Moshe confirms all of this that Yisrael heard that Hashem indeed took Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Now Rashi comments on Vayishma Yisrael, an interesting comment, What did Yisrael hear that drew him close, that made him come? Now, it's a strange question that Chazal are asking because the Pasuk says what he heard. There's the answer. Everything that Hashem did for Am Yisrael. And if that's not specific enough, the Pasuk continues. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu had taken Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Where's their place for Chazal to come and ask? It's Mephorosh and the Pasuk what he had heard. But Chazal answer Kriyas Yamsuf Umochemes Amalek. Yisrael heard Kriyas Yamsuf Umochemes Amalek. These two things. The splitting of the sea and this that Amalek came to wage war on Am Yisrael as they were Baderech on their way to Kabbalah Satayr, much like, and the Svarim point this out, that Amalek also rises again before the reacceptance of the Torah, which we're getting close to, on Purim, Hadar Kiblua, Kimu Mashikiblu Kvar, Haman, who derives from Amalek, also comes baderech toward whatever that kind of acceptance of the Torah, was the Torah Shabbat Peh, or it was the Torah all the different approaches to that, but we see that this is a pattern. Before we get to Matan Torah, Amalek comes to attack, and we have to deal with that and reckon with that. A lot to talk about there, too. Baruch Hashem, the Torah is so full, it's so, so deep. Baruch Hashem. These two things Yisrael heard. The Yisoyed Avoid of Slanim, the Sava Kaddish of Slanim, to take a look at the first source that we have on the sheets in front of us. He deals with this question of Chazal by focusing us in on 
One of the words within the way that Chazal phrased this question, what did Yisrael hear that made him come? And he says that the reason that we need this question from Chazal is not about the Shemiah. It's not to tell us what he heard because we know what he heard. The Pasuk tells us that. But the Yisrael Avodah focuses in on the words, what made him actually approach the encampment of Am Yisrael? Let's take a look inside. And the tzaddik over here says, Mechazal b'mechilta, Rashi quotes from Chazal and mechilta, uba. What made Yisrael come to join Am Yisrael in the Midbar? What did he hear? And Chazal answered, Kriyas Yamsu Amalek, Pirish. And here he explains on a deeper level. What Chazal were worried about is not what was it that Yisrael heard. The Pasuk, like we said, tells us what he heard in two ways. Either he heard this, that all the things that Hashem had done for Am Yisrael and for Moshe, more specific, he took us out of Mitzrayim. He says, that's not what Chazal are asking. They're asking, what made him leave his place to join Am Yisrael. If he believed that HaKadosh Baruch was the God, let him stay where he was. There was nothing much to join really at that point. Machlekes uh, before Matan after Matan But what made him leave his place? His guy or Bebesa, that he wasn't sufficient for him. It wasn't enough for him to just be Megayar in his, in his place. Say Chazal. Kriyas Yamsuf. This is the answer to the question. Because Yisrael saw that even after Kriyas Yamsuf, unbelievable miracle, this that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Abna Sagav, Kriyas Yamsuf is, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu split an ocean and allowed a nation to walk through. So he says, there was such a revelation, not just by the Yamsuf, as we know, Chazal are commenting based on this, that Yisrael was able to feel the reverberation of that because all the waters in the whole world split. Ad ki shamu amim Like the Pasuk says in Az Yashir, shamu amim all the nations heard and they trembled. Who couldn't tremble when hearing such a thing that there's a master of the world that is within his creation, is able to break all the laws of creation to demonstrate his love for tzedek, for Am Yisrael. And that's Kriyas Yamsuf. That's step one. So he heard that and he knew that all the nations of the world had heard that. But then there was a Pele. Because of Zeis, even with Kriyas Yamsuf, he heard something else. He heard that Amalek was still so unmoved that they found it within themselves to come and attack that which Am Yisrael was bringing down to cause to be revealed in the world. That there could still be a nation of Amalek who hears Kriyas Yamsav in the same way that Yisrael did, the same way that everybody in Midian did, the same way that everybody in the whole world did. But that's not enough. There are still impenetrable layers of numbness, of Kriyas, of coldness, of Mikre of happenstance-ness, of that kind of perspective. Hikar al he understood, He understood that he can't go ahead and stay in his house because it's not enough. It's not enough to hear that there's a Kriyas Yamsav and to theologically and theoretically and conceptually understand, okay, there's a, there's a God. Yiddishkeit is not just what remains on the level of the intellect that understands something, Yiddishkeit must become experiential. Yiddishkeit must become communal. 
It must be neshamas getting together, not the journey of the alone to the alone on a mountaintop. It, it has to be together. Ba'achdus. He understood that it wasn't enough. Yisrael said, if such a thing could happen, if Amalek could come and demonstrate the way in which, even with the Kriyas Yamsuf, it wasn't enough to help them change, he says, I need to bolster myself in whatever way that I can to surround myself with people who are living in the way that I want to live, who can support me when I have a moment where I falter, who can hold me up. But Amar Yisrael, so Yisrael told himself, I can't be by myself in Midian. I have to come and join the Tzadik, Moshe Rabbeinu, and Am Yisrael together. And with this, the Yisrael Avodah understands the place for this Maimar Chazal that otherwise seems superfluous. Because again, the Pasuk tells us what it was that Yisrael heard. But he says that's not the point. It's not about what did Yisrael hear. It's about Mashmu Shama Uba. That's the Yisrael Avayda. <coughs> Moving on to the Svas Emes, the Svas Emes focuses on what it was that allowed Yisrael to hear. Why was it that Yisrael heard, and it seems that other people, like we mentioned, even Amalek, but there were other nations of the world that heard the same thing, and they didn't have the same response. What was taking place in the context of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim that would allow the Neshama of Yisrael, which is presumably a very high soul, that was within the body of, of a guy, but it woke up and it transformed him. It helped him to transform. What was taking place that allowed this, this to happen? Says the Heilig Asfas it's encoded within the Pasuk. What is Yisrael here? That a Kodesh Baruch had taken Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. The Kasha, the Asfas asks another Kasha, which we alluded to a little bit, see, he's starting a step before the fact that Chazal fill in even more details, which we're not sure are necessary on a simple level. Now we understand a little bit deeper, but says the Svasemes, why does the Pasuk need to tell us he heard that Hashem had taken Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim? It was sufficient for us to tell you that by Yishma Yisrael, what did Yisrael hear? As Kalasher Asalikim, Yisrael. Everything that Hashem had done for Am Yisrael, that's enough. Why does the Pasik then get more specific to say, well, what was it that he did? That's it's you know, we we didn't necessarily need that to understand the narrative here. Yes. Where where are you? The first sentence of the at the end. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that could also be. That's true. I'm sure it was difficult for him. Not only, not only is it a remez that you're saying, because of course, in this context means that it's a question, but he's pointing out that, 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 that it might have been also, it was difficult for Yisrael to come. So Chazal say that va yishma is va yishama. Right? The Yisrael, it, it wasn't easy for Yisrael to hear. Va yichad Yisrael, Rashi brings from Chazal a little bit later on, Nase, that his basar became chidudim, chidudim. He was trembling. And Chazal, Rashi brings from the Gemara in, in, it's either in Pesachim, we have to look up the source for that Chazal, but, Chazal but, but Rashi brings that for 10 generations we don't say negative things that are happening in the world in front of Geirim because there's still a Zika, there's still a connection. So it's true, it was hard for Yisrael. That's true. But over here the Sassam says, Vakasha. Why do we need that extra bit of information? 
What was it that Hashem did for Am Yisrael? He took them out of Mitzrayim. Yeshleimar says the Heligas Vasemes. Hapirish, the understanding is Shabekoyach Yitzias Mitzrayim Niftach Hapesach Legerim. Something happened when a Kodesh Baruch Hu took Am Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. A gate opened. What was that gate? The gate that opened was all neshamas of Gerim, which are very, very holy sparks that are found within the Umas Ha'olam, finally had the ability to free themselves, to come to his scholars, to be revealed. There was never a period of time where uh, you heard of such a thing, that a slave is able to escape, is able to run out, like Am Yisrael came, a nation of slaves from their masters in Mitzrayim. There was an opening, there was a freeing of all slaves in a very, very deep way. There was a Pesach that opened, maybe I can be free too. And the Sasema says that that applies to the Nitzaytzis within the Geirim, something very holy that was released. As the Pasuk tells us, well, once, one line earlier, When Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim took place, that Geula, the Koyach of Kedusha was incredibly, incredibly increased to a very high level of intensity. And Geirim came and joined. As we know, the Erev Rav joined. Okay, they made a lot of problems later on. But we find that there was some kind of awakening in the world. There was some kind of freeing in the world. There was some kind of opening up in the world. There was some kind of geula in the world. A lot of times we think about geula, meaning to say, okay, you know, we're redeemed. We're free. We'll go back to Eretz Yisrael. But contrasted with Gullus, Geula is a little bit deeper. Because Gullus means that you have everything you need. Everything's there, but everything's in the wrong place. And so you have a bed in your house, but the bed is in the kitchen. And you have a stove, but the stove is in the attic. You have all the things you need. Everything's in the wrong place. What Gullus means, or what Geula means rather, and we see this by Yoival, which is a Wachin of Geula, everything goes back to its place. There's no radical shift per se in the way that things are, but there's a radical shift in the positioning of things. This is very, very deep. Because a lot of times we think we need a, a, you know, a, a new world order, like we need, a, we need a complete revolution and a complete shift if the world is to get to a place of health and openness and kindness and all the things that we want. And the truth is, like Hazal say, even though they mean it in a, more of a pessimistic sense, but ain't bane. There's no difference between now and Yemais HaMashiach. Elo shibit malchuyis Now in one sense you read that and you go like, really, that's all, that's all it is? Like that's all Yemais HaMashiach is going to be? It's just now, but like, you know, we won't have Shibut Galias. That's not much of a vision of Yemois HaMashiach, but it's Lahepech. Chazal are telling us, no, 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 no. Yemois HaMashiach, with all of its grandeur and glory and gewalt, like it's going to be amazing. Ain Bain, you have that now too. But the pieces of the puzzle are all put into the wrong places. Geula means that everything goes back to its place. And in this context, there are sparks of holiness that are found within the Umas HaOlam, that because of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and the great opening, and the great Geula that took place for Am Yisrael, for whom the whole world was brought into being. I think we learned that last time. In our shir, we learned about Am Yisrael and the Umas HaOlam. Memela, everything had an Aliyah. And everything went back to its proper place, one of which was the Nisham of Yisrael. This is what allowed Yisrael to be able to hear and to subjugate the lower elements within himself. And he came. 
Uba Medrash and the Medrash tells us that we see a contrast between two different kinds of reactions to Kriyas Yamsuf, like we learned from the piece from, from the Yisod Avaidah. That on the one hand, there's the Bechina of Kriyas Yamsuf, and the whole world shakes, and Amalek heard it, and Midian heard it. But look at the way Amalek reacted, and look at the way the Yisrael reacted. And the, and the Medrash says there's a Pasuk about this. The Pasuk says, late take, a scoffer, Needs to be beaten. He needs to, I mean, whatever level, right? He has a, he needs a, a patch. But the fool will become enlightened, will become wise. And there's a contrast in the Pasuk between these two kinds of people, both of whom presumably aren't living properly. There's the lace and there's the pesi. There's the scoffer and there's the fool, but there are two very different destinies that they have. One of them makes it. One of them really doesn't. And Chazal say, where do we find a late and a pesi? Where's the source for this Pasuk in Navi? Where do we find this in Chazal? Where do we find this in the Torah, rather? And the answer is the contrast between Amalek and Yisrael. Amalek is the late. Yisrael is the pesi. Yisrael makes it. The late does not. In the Ishbitzer, we don't have this piece in front of us, but the Me'ashiloch in a different place, and we'll get to a piece for the Me'ashiloch in a minute. But the Me'ashiloch says that there are two kinds of people. One kind of person is closed to everything, is cynical to everything. The knee-jerk reaction is to doubt, is to, is to scoff. They're not open to anything new or anything that, 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 that's a little bit out of their comfort zone. That's one thing. That's the lates. Ms. Yosef Sharm talks about an oiled shield of cynicism. That's the lates. It's a terrible thing. Terrible, terrible media. It's a terrible thing. And then there's also not such a great thing where a person... Who believes everything? Pesi Yaman the Chaldaver is also a pasuk. The fool believes everything. Everything, everything is you know he grabs on a hold of and he's going with it. And we call it gullible, or we could call it different things. Overpassionate, or, or or like a song that probably shouldn't be mentioned here. But fools rush in, right? Things like this. Says the Meshilach, you're right. Neither of them are good. But if we had to choose one over the other, and this is very important for for parents with struggling children. If you had to choose one over the other, you'd rather the kid who's into every mishagas in the world and is running off late at night with friends and, 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 and hanging out and, and into this and into that, even though it's, it's troublesome, than, than a kid who, who just can't get out of bed in the morning at all. Both of which are happening today a lot. I don't need to tell you. And there's, and there's hope for the, for the pesi also. You know, there's hope, I'm sorry, there's hope for the lates also, but it's a big clip of the, 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 the cynicism and, and the closeness to, to everything. It's a very, very hard to break through that. That's a kriros. We'd rather the Yisrael person, okay, so he believes everything, says the Mashiach, one day he'll believe in the right thing too, you know? But there's life in him, there's passion, you could channel it, there's what to work with, Bechalal. Parenthetic. But the Medrash says that these two figures relate to Amalek and Yisrael respectively. Kihine, back inside, because what happened by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is that there was an exchange of toiv and ra, meaning to say that whatever ra was in the toiv went back to the place of the ra. Like I mentioned, everything reverts to its same place, and everything that was toiv in the bechina of ra became extracted and went to its proper place. And there were good things that were found by the Umas The only problem is everything was mixed up. 
But if Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Shenivdulu B'nei Yisrael Yis Kodesh Hashem, when Am Yisrael are taken out of the place of slavery where they do not belong, in Erev Sa'aretz and Memta Sharitoma, where essentially we do not belong, regardless of whether we deserve it or not, which is the Hiskalus of Kriyas Yamsuf, that even though Halalu Avdeh Azar, the Halalu Avdeh Azar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's connection with us is B'ni B'chari Yisrael, even when we're in Memta Sharitoma, it goes beyond what we deserve or not deserve. There's a beer of who we are, Be'etzem, and we are taken and brought to the place of total Kedusha. There's a shift in the opposite direction. Everything moves. Anybody that had an emes yearning to be close to something bigger and knew that light, that there's more to life than meets the eye, they're able to also join in this journey of Am Yisrael and to make it. Anybody who was a Russia, anybody who had something fundamentally twisted about their way of, of being, this also became clarified. They were left behind because that's Geula. Everything goes to where it needs to go. And when we take a step back and we look at the puzzle with every piece in its right position, we see the image of the Hiskalos, of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants of this world. That's why in the context of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it became very clear who Amalek was, it became very clear who Yisrael was because there was an exchange. I saw a fascinating remez. I, I couldn't find it to, to learn it inside. It would have been too long. But from, a, from an obscure Sefer, you know, some of the Chavar are into Svarim, could maybe tell me if you heard of the Sefer, Malubad Benisim, it's called. Malubad Benisim. I looked it up, I couldn't find it. One of the most mind-blowing teachings I ever saw. I'm just going to tell you one tiny remiss from it. It's a longer piece, and it gets into a whole technical, mathematical equation of how there was an exact exchange between who Am Yisrael left behind and the Erev Rav that came with him. He makes a whole cheshben there. Fascinating. But he, he gives a remez. And he says, it's apropos for the month of Shvat, because the Sefer Yitzir says that the letter of the month of Shvat is the letter Tzadik. The whole month of Shvat is connected to Tzitkas, to the level of Tzadik. Tzadik is... The letter tzaddik is, is the tzaddik, is the righteous. And the letter reish, like Chazal say, zachanasa reish, loy zachanasa rush, right? Rush is the opposite of reish, even though it means poverty, poor, you know, like poor, but it's also resha, right? Reish, even though you're missing the ayin. But that's the aspect of resha. Reish is rishos, tzaddik is tzitkas. says an amazing thing. Presumably, he says, we know that Nebuch, there were members of Am Yisrael who were left behind, really large numbers of Am Yisrael. It's very difficult to sugya to be masik that, actually. Large numbers of Am Yisrael were left behind. He says there must have been some resh in Am Yisrael that were left behind. And he says, if we know the Erev Rav came out, or Akapanim, there were more sincere Geirim that came out, Yisrael v'chule, that must have been the Tzadi in Mitzrayim that came out. She says, listen to this, Mamash, amazing. It's like, uh, the Torah is so incredible. He says, there are two major symbols. More than symbols, there are two major avoiders that we engage with on Seder night. There's the carbon Pesach, right? Which we no longer have. We have a Zecher to it today. And we have the Matzah and Mara, right? Matzah and Mara. But the Psukim used terminology to present these two things. You ready for this? Hold on to your seats. Unbelievable. Tzli Eish is what's referred to as the carbon Pesach, needs to be tzli'esh, roasted over fire. And matzahs are intended to be eaten with meroyrim. Get this. The word meroyrim is mitzrayim, but instead of the tzadi, 
we take the resh and we put it there. That's miroirim. And sliesh is the word Yisrael, but in the place of the resh, we have the tzaddik. It's pele. Sliesh is Yisrael with a tzaddik, that we took the tzaddik out of Mitzrayim, we exchanged it for a resh. Meroirim is Mitzrayim with a resh. Unbelievable. So there's an exchange that happens. So say from Lumad Benisim. There's an exchange that happens over here. There's an opening. There's a freeing. And this is what Yisrael heard. Let's quickly take a look at the, at the Me'ashilach on the second side of the sheet. And here the Me'ashilach deals with the question, we'll go through it quickly. Did he hear? We're busy saying what, happened, what Yisrael heard and Yisrael came and Yisrael had a Kedusha. Was it Yisrael that heard? Like, why are we crediting him with having done something? Says the Hilgameashilah, he explains it. Vayishma Yisrael Koya Midian Chos and Moshe Vigoymer. Ksiv the Pasik and Tilim says, Hashamayim Shamayim Lashem, Vaaretz Nasan Livne Adam. The heavens are for Hashem, and the earth was given to man. But he says that every person is an Oilam Katan. That means that we have a Shamayim and an Aretz inside of us too. Kibitsuras Adam Tasiachis Kalabria. Within the Adam, if you take a look at the last parak in Archa Sadiqim, he goes through this at length, the Shlach Kaddish and others, how each person is Mamash and Oilam Shalim, where we have mountains and valleys and different parts of us that are Kolel, the whole world. Kalamakayim Nefesh Achas Mi'Yisrael, Armatzal Nefesh Achas Mi'Yisrael, Kilukiyam Oilam Male. Each person is a whole world. So we also have a Shamayim and an Aretz. What is Shamayim and what is Aretz within our inner world? The chalik of our thought is considered shamayim because it's above, it's at the top, it's more ethereal, it's very hard, you can't hold on to a thought, it's not physical, it's not gashmi, it's shamayim, right? It's, it's heavenly, that's machshava. But eretz, who neged ha eretz, earthliness, is the maisa, it's the actions, the lower part of the body. Balagavuni says on the surface, it would appear that the machshava that a, Kodesh Bar, that, a, that a human being has is sent to him by a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's not on us. Inspiration hits all of a sudden. A person has this feeling, okay, I want to do tshuva. I want to be better. I want to have a great day, which all of us will have a great day, which means a day of helping other people recognize that they're great, re- bringing out our inner greatness. Where does this come from? That's a machshava from Hashem. After a person has an inspiration, so he can make the decision. Do I want to act on that or not? That's our chilek. And that's shot in this pasuk when we understand it on a more embodied perspective. It would appear that machshava, shamayim, is shamayim lashem. That's in Hashem's domain. And the question is, do I want to act on the inspiration that I feel that comes straight from Shemaim? That's my chalik. That's the aretz, which is maisa. He says this is true. However, if a person understands that the truth is that even our Bechira, meaning even our choosing to do the right thing, that's also Hashem. There's nothing. It's all an illusion. And a person mamish lives this way, doesn't take credit for anything. Everything's Hashem. Everything's Hashem. The Bechina of the Pasuk that also refers to Aretz at large, but can apply to our inner Aretz, that really the Aretz belongs to Hashem too. It's not just Hashem, 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 the world too. That without Hashem, nobody lifts a hand, nobody lifts a foot. Listen to this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds by doing the same thing. He looks at Adam and he says, listen, you thought that it was only your Misa that was you, but the Machshava belonged to me. And now you're ascribing even your Misa to me. 
says Hashem, I'll ascribe the machshava to you. Again, it's a, it's a switch, right? And the more that a person says, Rabbanu Shalom, even my maizim are you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, even your machshava was you. It's a flip. And he goes on with that. I don't have time to read it inside. I want to go over time. He brings from Rus a pasuk that hints to this, that really Rus's inspiration, it came from Hashem, but Boyaz tells her, no, it's going to be charged to you because you're a person that recognizes Hashem Ha'aretz Samalaya, the Aretz belongs to Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, good, then the Machshava you're going to get tzachar from, even though it came from me, you recognize that everything, everything, everything is from me, so then Hashem says, really, everything is yours. It's a very, very deep nakuda, and he goes on to say that that's pshat and what we hear about Yisrael. If you skip to the end, four lines from the bottom, by Yishma Yisrael. It's true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed Yisrael to hear. Something happened in the world of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. There was a flip. There was a switch. There was an exchange. Everything happened around him. Hashem sent this Shmiya, whatever it was, like we learned. He has such a yearning and he acted on it. And he recognized that it's not me, but it all came from Hashem. The Pasuk accredits even the inspiration that wasn't in his own domain to Yisrael. This that we're talking about now is in regard to positive acts. When it comes to negative acts, the Svarim say, and with this will end, that the opposite is true. The Piyasetzner Rebbe writes in Darach HaMelech, the Ishbitzer writes in a number of places, Rav Kook, other tzaddikim speak about this, that when it comes to Chas Vashon, something negative, the same thing is true. That the moment that we take responsibility, it's the flip, not something good that you say, oh, it was all Hashem. But Chas Vashon, a person does something wrong, says something wrong, looks somewhere that he's not supposed to look, does something wrong, and he says, Rebbe Shalom, I take full responsibility for it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that moment says, you know something? That, that, was, that was part of a master plan. So the, the opposite of the way that things work. It was an illusion, really. That, that was part of the plan too. You're going to grow from that. And we see this hinted to Chazal where Yehuda says, it was me. Sadka mimeni. She's right. I was the one that did something wrong with the whole story with Tamar. He says, Sadka mimeni. Say Chazal on that Pasuk mimeni. Mimeni yatsakfushim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu whispers, as Yehuda takes responsibility, Hashem says, no, no, no. Mimeni yatsakfushim. I was the one that was arranging the whole thing. So these two things parallel each other. We should be able to live with total hakar, just going back very quickly, with total hakar that everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu and He gives us schar for the ma'isa and the machshava, both for the inspiration and this that we act on it. We should be zoichab ezras Hashem to experience gu'ul on our lives where everything goes back to where it's supposed to go. And going back to the Yisrael Avodah, we should be zaycha, like we do here, to surround ourselves with Mavakshi Hashem. It's not enough to understand something, you know, theoretically, but to get together with other Yidin that are living it, to be mechazik each other, to break past the Kriyas of Amalek as we march toward the re-Kabbalah Satayra of Purim, Vizyat Adashmaya Ba'alina Thank you very much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.